Hey, my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by hitting that follow button or giving it a like, a rating or review, doing any of those things helps me so much. Also, if you want to message me or have a conversation or just follow me on the Instagram page, it's always down below on like in the show notes for you to have a little look at. So before we begin, as always, let's take a moment to get ourselves in the right mindset, headspace, all those things by just taking a moment to think about three things that you are noticing about yourself recently. It could be maybe how you're feeling mentally, physically, three things. Let's think about how we're feeling right now, how we are feeling physically and mentally and what we want to do about it. Just take a moment, take a deep breath here and think about how we're feeling right now, how we are feeling mentally, physically and how we want to be feeling. So right now I am mentally feeling quite good actually. Mentally I am getting my things done, I'm working out, I'm eating pretty well, I am drinking lots of water, I'm making sure that I am reading my book before bed and not going on my phone. That's definitely something that I'm trying to put into my routine a little bit more. Physically, I'm feeling pretty good, pretty strong, nothing is, nothing crazy going on there. And how do I want to feel? I want to keep feeling the exact same, I want to just prolong this positive journey I'm on right now. And I hope you guys are on the same kind of journey with me. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about feeling too stressed to sleep and how we can improve that. Because there is like, think about the amount of things that go on in our brains during the entire day, the amount of things that we consume, where that, that could be conversations with friends and families or at work or in any sort of moment. Also, the it's almost like doubled by having our phones and all that information that we are consuming. There is so much information that we are taking in on a daily basis, consciously and subconsciously. Subconsciously, our brain is con- like constantly working to find things that may make us feel unsafe or safe to then produce those reactions in our brains and get that flight or fight like response going that heart racing in those moments where you are feeling it that you're in danger there are so many things in our brain that are going on and our entire bodies without us noticing let alone the actual things that are going on with us noticing them so when our head hits that pillow at night I'm not surprised that a lot of us struggle with sleep because of the amount of information that we are receiving during the day. That one moment of silence that we get of our head hitting that pillow and finally we just hear absolutely nothing. Then that's when our thoughts kind of just rush to our head and we think about everything that we've thought about, like we haven't even had a chance to think about through our day because it's been so busy we just don't, we just can't sleep because our brain is still on that go, 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 go mindset that we just haven't prepared our brain to be silent. So in today's episode, I'm going to be going through a lot of ways that we can kind of make sure that our brain is ready for sleep so that we have a good night's sleep because we all know how important having a good night's sleep is. Having a good routine before bed, having a good, you know, just general routine to be able to sleep well and we all think that yeah I'm going to go to sleep 
at nine o'clock and I'll wake up at seven and I'll have a good night's sleep. I'll have an early night nine. But let's say the minute before you're going to sleep and you close your eyes, you're on your phone or you've just had a really stressful message from like an email and then you turn it off. You're not going to have a good night's sleep because you haven't prepped your brain for a good night's sleep and your body for a good night's sleep. You've just said that you're going to have a good night's sleep by going into bed earlier. That isn't always the way to do it because then we all know we've all had those experiences where then you are then struggling to sleep so much because you can't, you haven't switched your brain off. So, if your racing mind is stopping you from switching off at night, I've got some easy tricks for instant like feelings of calmness and to get better rest. So let's start off with the first one. So this is one that you may be affected by if well, well now that I'm saying this you're going to you're going to think about this a lot now. So cutting out caffeine earlier. Most of us are aware that drinking a cup of coffee straight before bed is likely to keep us up at night. Like that's pretty common, that's common sense. But many of us will underestimate the effect that our caffeine intake throughout the day can have on our sleeping and our sleeping habits. So if you're regularly struggling to kind of nod off, try cutting out caffeine at around like lunchtime onwards to see if it has a positive effect on your sleep. So sleep, well, caffeine has a half-life of eight hours. So if you have a let's say you have a coffee at around or even just an energy drink at two o'clock that caffeine is only halved in your body at around 10 o'clock and that could be your bedtime and it's only halved by that point okay so let's say we have our last cup of coffee at 10 a.m we have maybe one coffee and we or we have maybe two coffees at around 10 then our half-life of coffee is then decreased to around six o'clock at night therefore there is less coffee like at that point where if you're going to bed at 10 o'clock you have so much less caffeine in your system that that caffeine the effect of the caffeine is has completely decreased because you have way less caffeine in your system than you would if you had a like a cup of coffee at two so controlling your caffeine is definitely the first thing you want to be thinking about if you're struggling with sleep take a moment to think about what you're drinking it can be caffeine or it could be sugary drinks all those things what are you drinking before well throughout the day that's a huge huge indicator to the amount of sleep that you could be getting and it could be bad sleep and that is something you want to be thinking about first of all number two is don't use your phone on the toilet this is this is I do this all the time if you're always scrolling and you are just you feel like you're getting a bad night's sleep this could be why when like standing in a queue we turn to our phones and some people don't even go to the toilet without their phones which is now actually turning into me (laughs) or when I brush my teeth I I sent like like I got my phone so there, there leaves literally no time for your body and your mind to properly process things in our lives. So our thoughts are going to reappear and keep the mind going, which can be a particular problem if we're trying to get to sleep. So if you're guilty of this, <laughs> then schedule in like a maybe a phone-free day or a phone-free hour before you go to bed. Like for me, as I said, I'm trying to do this a lot less because 
that's how I'm trying to improve my like nighttime routine but I then <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth and I'm on my phone I'm on the toilet and I'm, I'm on the phone like I am in my bed before I go to sleep and then I'm on my phone there is no time in my day where I do not use my phone well when I was doing this I've tried to cut this out now but I, there was no time for my brain to process anything there was no silence during my day the only moment of silence and no other noise from a film or a series or a book or anything was when I hit that pillow at night and that just it makes sense that I wasn't able to sleep well because you know you're come like you're you don't have a moment to take that second to take that time to completely just relax and just process everything the next one is ease off the alcohol. If you, it, it can be like tempting to have a drink or two to unwind before bed. Maybe if you've come back from work and if you're feeling really stressed. But while alcohol may help you get off like to sleep, it can lead to disrupted sleep, according to Dr. Jarvis. And you're also more likely to experience a rebound anxiety the next morning even if it's a small amount, we don't want to be feeling that additional anxiety. So this, you know, it might it may give you a lot of pleasure and it may feel good at the moment, but it can be having a really bad impact on your sleep. So try and maybe drink a little bit less before sleep or limit it to a couple days or try to cut it out completely, whatever works for you, but just ease off it a little bit. Have a set wind down routine i've spoken about how important nighttime routines are in multiple episodes so if you want to go look at that in a little more detail definitely head over to any of those other episodes that i've got out of the 120 something i've got already on the account but wind down routines and a nighttime routine has such a huge like impact on our sleep and if you have to work in the evening, stop at least an hour before you need to get to bed. Write down your like to-do list for the next day, then do anything that relaxes you by having maybe like a bath or reading for 20 minutes. Having a set down routine helps your mind and body to let go of the day and prepare for sleep. If we think about babies, especially newborn babies, they're the, they don't really know the difference between night and day so what like parents tend to do is create that routine for them so that they know it's bedtime their brain can relax they give them baths they make they get they read stories to them and all those things that happen when you're a child why shouldn't we continue that why shouldn't we have a bath before bed or a warm shower get into bed read a book all those things that kind of prime our brain for relaxation can really help us so the next one is exercising at the right time those who do cardio workouts such as like swimming or jogging at 7 a.m sleep longer according to research and fall into deeper sleep cycles and spend 75 percent more time in reparative slumber than those who work out later in the day and cardio workouts also elevate the body's temperature so exercise like at least three hours before bedtime in order to avoid that disrupted sleep schedule if you are doing exercise before bed it can you know it can have a really big impact on your you know as i said there is disrupted sleep you are still your mind is 
those endorphins have been released. Those good, happy hormones that we were talking about get released and you actually have so much more energy. I don't know about you, but when I've gone and done a workout, after that, my energy levels seem to have like really, you know, they've they've taken a little bit of a toll. They kind of, they feel kind of, they feel quite good actually sometimes and sometimes they don't. It depends on how, what I've been doing. Especially with cardio workouts, I tend to actually have a bit more energy because of those endorphins that have been released. So trying to do it at the right time, yeah, three hours before bed, apparently, according to research, that is the best time to do it. That's the latest you want to be doing it if you have the ability to move that around in your life. Can Maybe that's the only time you have is before bed, which is all good. You know, if, if, it, if you are really seeing a disrupted sleep pattern, maybe this might be the issue. You may have to move things around a little bit if you can. But if you have the ability to change that time around where you are having that time to exercise, definitely maybe see if you can do it in the mornings. The next one is about breath work. Forms of meditation have been proven to help relax the body and mind. Slowing your inhalation and exhalation will help to calm your nervous system, lower your heart rate and kind of lead you to feeling relaxed ahead of bedtime. So there's this NHS recommended breathing exercise to help you relax your mind and your body. So try and use this, well I'm going to go through it with you now, try and use this when you are in bed. So lie in bed, arms away from your sides and your palms are facing up. Next thing is to do, you want to be breathing deeply in through your nose and counting steadily from one to five or as far as you can comfortably do. The next thing you want to do is without pausing, breathe out gently through the mouth, counting to five and keep going for about three to five minutes if you can. When my yoga teacher tells me that breathing out for longer than you're inhaling instantly relaxes your body. So if you breathe in for let's say three seconds, breathe out for four seconds or five seconds or whatever you can do. Another breath work pattern that I really enjoy doing is uh, box breath. I close my eyes and I just picture a box and you're breathing in for four seconds, which is like going up the one side of the box. Then you hold for four seconds, going along the box, down the box, you're going, you're breathing out. And then the bottom bit is then you're just holding your breath again. So you go four, 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 in, hold, out, hold. And I really enjoy doing that one. That makes me feel quite relaxed. Quite Whenever I want to do it, I just feel really good after doing it. <laughs> The next thing I've got is to create a haven in the bedroom. Bedroom, if your bedroom is filled with like clutter and rubbish and you have like that messy room, messy mind, little thing going on, it can have this effect on creating that unnecessary stress. So make your bed in like, make it a place of like serenity, of calm and making it something that you enjoy spending time in rather than something that you are dreading. Like having a comfortable, healthy sleeping environment will promote deep and restful sleep. So what does your environment look like? How is that going to affect your brain and your entire sleep? If you are in a room with only big lights and no small little lamps and candles, maybe switch some of those out, get a lamp, get a candle, instead of turning on that big bright light. 
it's your room filled with, you know, just stuff everywhere and you can't even see the floor. That would make me feel really stressed. So that is not going to help you feel more relaxed before bed. There are also herbal helpers that we have in the world that can help you feel maybe a bit better so you can get to sleep a bit better. So it's about de-stressing a little bit faster. And these are natural remedies that can help re- like provide relief. And there is there is oh there's some of these have got some interesting names. So you've got a Vogel Dormanson sleep and it's a blend of valerian root and like and hops to like and it helps to aid anxious thoughts there is a together natural nighttime magnesium uh, marian magnesium complex that you can get from places like holland and barrett and it has five types of uh, marine magnesium to help calm the nervous system you've also got cbd oil capsules that contain um things to help with your rem sleep so the next one I want to be talking about is stop stressing about time. How many of us, I'll put my hand up to this, is then I'm like, if I can't get to sleep, then there's a clock around me on my phone and I check the time and I go, oh my gosh, I've only got like an hour until I need to be up or I've, I've, only been, I've already been down for an hour and a half and I have not slept in a minute. Stress, 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 stress. So... It can be doing more harm than you realise by looking at the time. One of the worst things people can do when they wake up during the night is to look at the clock. This is because over measurement of sleep, especially using a tracking device, is, is causing a new disorder called orthosomnia, okay? This is where you're unhealthily preoccupied by how much sleep you are or aren't getting. And there's if there's a solution here, well, it's to distract yourself. This is very easy when you can like, if you sit there and you start counting down the hours until you need to be up in the morning and you get stressed as a result from it. So cover up the clock, get up and do something else in another room such as like reading a book and once you start feeling more relaxed you can try going back to sleep sometimes a change in scenery is enough to help you kind of go back to sleep so when you wake up in the middle of the night you look at the clock it's 2 a.m you have not even had a second of sleep and you know it get up this is obviously not working get out of bed get a book do not go on your phone go and make yourself some a nice warm drink go and do something just for a second and all of a sudden I'm sure you will feel a bit of sleepiness come over you and it will feel a lot better. So if you are, well, if your stress levels are affecting your ability to cope with everyday life, you need to obviously further contact a doctor here. So this is just some stuff that can help you out a little bit but if some stuff, if you are feeling like your sleep is really taking toll, you're getting like insomnia and all of that, definitely contact someone. There's another thing about eating yourself karma. Eat yourself karma is all about a healthy diet, which can be key 
to keeping your body under pressure. This means eating well, staying hydrated, avoiding too much refined sugar. So there can be a lot of things that can help you here. Nice, like some teas that are really helping. There's like peppermint teas and relaxing, like, like uh, what's it called? Lavender teas. If you can, if you are into that, try those kinds of things. Having less sugar and some things with lots of vitamins in them can really help with sleep. Now, I've got three apps that I can recommend you. I've got Calm, which I use every single night. Calm is something that is is a great app that I've used for a while and I like that like sleep meditations on there. I just fall asleep so it's quite easily. You've got Headspace, which contains meditation guides to help like lower your heart rate, slow your breathing. And there's this one called Sleepio, which is, it's basically like CBT to help you overcome insomnia. So Sleep uh, EO is one that is recommended. There are also five, I've got five smart sleep gadgets that apparently really, really work if you're really struggling. There's one thing called The Watch, and it's a watch that detects your you're getting light, deep, or REM sleep. So you can adjust your daytime habits, which is quite interesting. There is also an alarm clock, which is specifically made for um it kind of like winds down and it has like a meditation feature. It's like a Lenovo smart clock. And it can be something that may be better for you. Or just put your clock on the side, you know, don't even look at it. (laughs) Things like a diffuser. I have one in my bedroom that I use most nights. It has lemongrass in in it. And I put it on before I go to bed while I'm reading my book. And it makes me feel really relaxed. And you can definitely get a really cheap diffuser off Amazon that does the job. And having those like those scents and aromas around you can also hit that and get in your body get in your system and you'll feel a lot better another thing is an eye mask apparently this one really helps and it is something that can really keep that light out of your eyes and we you know a dark room is definitely something that can help with sleep another thing and the last thing is having a fan in your room keeping a cool room apparently 18 degrees is the temperature we want our room to be at so we can have a good night's sleep that's quite quite chilly (laughs) if you're if you're like a normal person but it can help apparently so that is what i have for you for today's episode i've given you quite a few different ways and different like apps and gadgets and like kind of inspiration really to help you get a better night's sleep and we know how important sleep is i'm not even going to try and go over the importance we all know what it's like when we don't get enough sleep but if you're in that cycle of oh i feel like i could do with a bit better sleep because it's not going so well what are you doing before bed what are you doing during the day and how can we adjust that a bit right yeah so have a look at those things so thank you so much for listening don't forget to interact with the podcast and i will see you again with another episode very very soon